What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one place for everything Chicago Bulls related. We got a, a game to review and to talk about today. It wasn't ugly, but the Bulls got it done. We have our longest winning streak in over a decade, and it's it, it's a good time to feel uh, to be a Bulls fan, right? And even though some of these wins haven't been as pretty as we would have liked them to be, overall, the team is winning games, and we'll talk about that. We'll also talk about DeMar DeRozan being named as the player of the week, uh, Alice Caruso and Zach Levine representing the Bulls in the, in the NBA's Players Association and how the NBA rescheduled these games for the Chicago Bulls. We'll talk about all that, probably some more right after this. Okay, so our Chicago Bulls faced Orlando Magic last night. They won a post one. This game was very ugly and very sloppy. Now, we all know the reasons why it could have been. The Bulls have played eight games in like nine days or something like that. Or six games in not in eight days or something like that. It's been a very a lot of games in a, in a condensed amount of time. And so the Bulls go into a three-day break right before they play the Washington Wizards again Friday. And over that course, they get they get some rest. They get to stay at home in their own beds. Uh, practice in their own facilities and things like that. And hopefully that tightens up some of the sloppiness we've seen. Uh, it's also, it also was the first game back for, for Lonzo Ball after his extended break due to COVID and health and safety protocols. And, you know, for the most part, yeah, his, his shot wasn't falling, but Lonzo, as he always does, he did some things in this game that just, it's Lonzo Ball-like things. Like, yeah, the stat sheet may have not been stuffed as far as the scoring uh, on that, but Lonzo always does does his thing in, in, in other ways. And, we saw, we got to see a lot of Lonzo's ball contribution outside of scoring in this game, and it was needed in a game that was ugly, in a game that, uh, that you know, you would you would hope to see against against different competition, against lesser competition, that the Bulls have a little bit of a stronger game. The sloppiness in this game really hurt them, especially early on. Um, some of the some of the turnovers, things like that. Uh, but overall, our our team pulled it out. Uh, again, not a great night shooting from Zach Levine. He was eight for nineteen. Now he did get twenty seven points. He had the the lowest plus minus of any player on the team at minus ten, though. Um, so that just says how the type of game was was for him uh, last night. Uh, Demar Derozan had twenty nine points. He had a plus minus of plus fourteen. He was eleven for twenty four from the field, seven from uh, for thirteen from the free throw line. And then the good thing about this, and this is where the leadership steps in at. DeMar DeRozan in the in the arena getting shots up after the game was over because this type of shooting night from the free throw line is very, very rare from DeMar DeRozan. Now, he did miss his first two free throws in the last game as well, but, you know, it, it at this point, it is what it is. This team is tired. This team has dealt with a lot. Uh, Vooch with another big contribution on the boards with 17 points, uh, one assist, two steals, two blocks, two turnovers from Vooch, and 13 points. Again, not the best shooting night. That's going to be the theme for this team overall. But again, another player who did a lot of the things off of outside of just scoring that did help contribute to our win. Kobe White, who has been our most consistent player in probably the last five games almost, uh, with 17 points off the bench, two rebounds, two assists, one block, only one turnover, and only one foul from Kobe White in a game where we continue to see the development of Kobe White as a scorer and as some as a defender as well. Somebody who's now not afraid to put the ball on the floor, get to the middle. Um, and finish around the rim as well. Kobe White is starting to display a lot of the things that we wanted to see from him. And, you know, I keep saying now that he's back on the bench, especially once Alex Caruso comes back, we're going to be seeing the best version of Kobe. And for anyone who keeps going on this narrative of 
Kobe White has to be the one that traded him and Io. Him and Io are showing that a they can play very well together. But with Kobe's improved passing, improved defense, yes, he's not the defender Io is. We all know that you wouldn't you wouldn't say that at all. But he's the much better scorer. And depending on the matchups, there's a de- yes, one player is going to get more minutes than the other depending on what's going on. Kobe White with 35 minutes, Io's 19 minutes today. But again, keep in mind both these players are 21 years old. Very young. So much more progression that can come from them. And we're seeing that from Kobe White. The things that were holes in Kobe White's game before aren't necessarily as big as holes anymore. Yes, he's still not the greatest one-on-one defender, but we're seeing Kobe White evolve as a defender before our eyes. And at 21 years old, there's a lot to be said with that. And so I understand the people who have this narrative that almost anything Kobe does, whether it's bad or good, is proof that he needs to be traded. We got to move off that. Kobe White is probably going to be on this team. Come to the trade deadline, especially... For what the Bulls need as a power at a power forward, you don't trade a player who can get you points like this and production like this off the bench, especially when he's shooting efficiently. It's good to see Kobe White giving us good minutes like this. Alfonso McKinney, we got to see him seven minutes today. And I know a lot of people, in my opinion, they, they remember that that Rockets game. And I think sometimes we're starting to forget the games that he played before the Rockets game, in which he did not shoot very efficiently. The things that that Alfonso McKinney does and the reasons why, even outside of just the scoring, right? The scoring is not why the Bulls kept him here. Yes, he has that potential to get hot way more than Alizé Johnson, but it's also that Alfonso McKinney can be played, right? He can understand the defensive scheme, whereas Alizé Johnson couldn't. He understands where to to be on offense. It's not just about – Alizé gave some great energy, but he was missing those other aspects. And so Alfonso McKinney still a non-guaranteed deal if anything does need to happen, but – being said, you know, the scoring isn't going to always be where pe- for people who thought that like maybe Alfonso McKinney was going to be that consistent scoring punch off the bench. It may not be that. Now, we'll, we'll continue to see and how it develops and everything like that. But just keep that in mind. Troy Brown Jr., again, giving us some good things outside of scoring as well, which I said is probably going to be the theme for me talking about this game. Uh, six rebounds, uh, eight rebounds, I'm sorry, four assists, two steals and one block from from uh, Troy Brown Jr., giving us some quality minutes. And we're seeing Troy Brown also come out of a slump he was earlier in the season that's one of the better things about this break uh that the Bulls, well not the break that the bulls had but the uh the, the way that the bulls have had to play people that they wasn't wasn't necessarily relying on before with people being out with injury and COVID is that we're now seeing players kind of understand their role and make the best of their of their minutes and learn how to do that because they know these minutes may not be there for them if they're not playing well once everybody is fully back and healthy so overall this game uh, looking at what the Orlando Magic did, Gary Harris, again, uh, 33 uh, minutes, 19, 19 points from him. Uh, France Wagner, who was, who was looking like a very good pickup by the Orlando Magic and a very good piece for them moving into the future with 22 points. Wendell Carter Jr., 8 for 15. He had 21 points. He was 1 for 4 uh, from the three-point line. And he also had 10, 10 rebounds, 4 assists, 1 steal. Again, very, very good game. They didn't really kill us down in the middle as much as one would have expected. They did definitely, um, you know, they they benefited off the Bulls sloppiness. They always felt like, especially going to the half, that the Bulls were probably going to blow the lead up and really uh, really separate themselves from the Magic. It didn't happen. We had another down third quarter, and then we only won the fourth quarter by one point. But at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, yes, there are a lot of things that we can point out to the need, that the Bulls need to work on. They do have a long break. They've had a long stretch of games. They're just getting their point guard back. In Lonzo Ball, um, but overall they got the win, and that's what it, that's what matters. Good teams, great teams find a way to win, and yes, we're going to lose to teams that we shouldn't lose to at some point in the season. But the Bulls are riding out this eight-game winning streak, playing very well. Um, well, finishing games very well, right? Even though some of our play hasn't been up to the energy that we expect from this team. But overall, as we keep finding a way to win, it feels good. 
And that's what you want to see. These tough wins are going to help build character. We're also seeing the back of the bench people really start finding ways to contribute to this team. We definitely need more bench scoring. But like I said, Kobe White now scoring a, a lot more efficiently. Really getting in this groove is really going to help with that. Uh, Zach, Zach and DeMar, they, they, they were solid. You know, uh, like I said, Zach didn't necessarily shoot the ball, mo uh, the efficiency that we that we expect to see from him. DeMar missing free throws, which uh, there's a lot of missed free throws on this team last night. Um, that really would have changed the outlook of the game as well. Down the stretch had those free throws went down. But De DeMar, again, with 29 points. Um, and, it, and, it, and it was what it was. Derrick Jones Jr. gave us some quality minutes as well. Um, but going into the break, coming into the next game against Washington, hopefully the rest and just some game planning, tighten some things up. We see much improved style of play. Um, when we face the Washington Wizards. Let's get into the next topic today. So the NBA has rescheduled the postponed games, and they took some rejiggering of the schedule. And I wanted to talk about some key things here, right? The first thing that stood out to me is that we have we had a, we have a game against the Dallas Mavericks on Sunday, and then we had, we had a break before we faced the Nets. But now they've moved the Detroit Pistons game. It got moved from originally, its originally scheduled date of December 14th, to uh, January 11th, which now makes the Nets game a back-to-back. -back. That means we play that game the day before we play the Nets. Um, again, you see how this team kind of does with legs thing. Now, again, this not, may not be an issue because it's still not as many games in, the, in that condensed schedule, but it does make things a little bit more interesting. Uh, the game against the Thunder, Chicago at OKC, uh, originally was supposed to be on January 26th. That got moved up now into uh, January 24th which now makes that game a back-to-back -back after our next game against the Magic. So again there, Raptors game against the Raptors in Chicago, which originally was scheduled for December 22nd, has now been moved to January 26th. Um, so again, condensing that schedule, making us play more games in a condensed amount of time. And then the game with Chicago in Toronto, which originally was scheduled for December 16th, has been moved to February 3rd. And the Chicago at Atlanta was moved from its original date of January 24th to March Third, So that's where the rescheduling, uh, rejiggering of the schedule means. Uh, the NBA moved on this rescheduling quicker than I would have expected. It does, it you know, for anyone who has conspiracy theories about the NBA and the Bulls, and I understand, right? Let me say, I understand that rescheduling NBA games, considering the movement and travel and all that, I'm sure is very difficult. Ref schedules, everything like that. But some of the games that they've now made back-to-backs, considering the condensed schedule that the Bulls have already faced and long road stretches as well, it does make me wonder what is going on there a little bit, right? But I understand the NBA had to do the best thing, for, but for those people who have conspiracy theories, right, this definitely is going to keep that going. But let me know what you guys think about that down below. Also, let me know what you think about the Bulls game against the, uh, against the Magic last night. Forgot to ask about that. The next topic. Uh... The Chicago Bulls players have voted Alex Caruso to represent the team for the National Basketball uh, Players Association. Zach Levine was voted as the alternate in case Alex Caruso can't go. Uh, but yeah, great to see Alex Caruso continue. And this shows what his teammates believe in him, right? It shows that the, the faith that they have in him. And it's, it's good to see, yes, this isn't nothing major or anything like that. Nobody will say that like it's going to determine anything without look of the season. But I did want to mention it because, hey, Alex Caruso deserves it. And he's a Chicago player. Like, we love Alex Caruso. So it's good to see him get some recognition and his players vote for them to represent the team in the Players Association. Last topic for today. DeMar DeRozan was named as the Player of the Week. And I would hope that he's going to be named as the Player of the Month here shortly. But after the week DeMar DeRozan had, how can you doubt it? He definitely deserved to be the Player of the Week, especially with, with those buzzer beaters. DeMar DeRozan has been playing his ass off in the Chicago Bulls uniform. And as you guys saw the video from, from Petty Roosevelt, uh, yesterday, you know, we defend our own, we defend our guys. And it's, and it's good to see 
that DeMar is getting the recognition that he so deserves after so many people slept on his signing. So many people try to say that he was the worst offseason signing and and how is he going to fit and all those questions. You know, people who still want to throw up um, the, the, the Toronto series and the losses against the Cavs. It's good to see DeMar get every recognition that he deserves. His week, by the way, 27.8 points, so basically 28 points per game, five rebounds, 7.3 assists on an undefeated week for the Chicago Bulls. Come on, man. That's definitely deserving of the player of the week. Now, John Morant also got player of the week with 34.7 uh, points per game, six rebounds, and four assists a game, also leading the uh, Memphis Grizzlies to undefeated week at 3-0. But overall, DeMar getting the recognition he deserves. Shout out to DeMar for that. Um, That's it. As we have this extended break, I'll still be dropping content. I'm not going to go away. We actually probably will have a live hangout. I may do it tonight. So be on the lookout for that. If you guys are looking at just kind of to talk about some of the things with the channel, with the team as a whole. Also, I do need to get do my giveaway for us hitting 3000 subscribers. So be on the lookout for all that. I'll either do it today or tomorrow late. So be on the lookout for one of those two days uh, for me to, to announce live. Just for the time aspect of it, I may just wait to do it tomorrow. But once I solidify a date, I'll post it. Look on the community tab for it all. But that's it for me today. Quick update. If anything drops, any news drops over the course of the day, you guys know I'll be one of the first to drop a video for you because this is Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. But with that being said, uh, make sure you're following the podcast at Bulls Central Pod. On every social media platform, you can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a voicemail or a text, because tomorrow's episode will mainly be a mailback episode, look for uh, you can leave that at 773-270-2799. Like I like to end every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. Peace. This has been a presentation of The Break, Break Media. Media.